Welcome, 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 everyone, back to the Muppet Madness Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Swanson, and joining me, my co-host... J.D. Hansel from MuppetHub.com, also known as MuppaThub.com, depending on how you read the web address. Hi, Steve. How are you? (laughs) I never thought of it that way. Uh Uh-huh. All right. Well, here we are back again. Now, we've had a couple rounds going on, and uh, we're going to set up round four this week because round two and three are history. They're gone. They're in the books. They're in the spreadsheets, probably of one J.D. Hansel because he has all the stats and scores and history of all that stuff. So let's talk about uh, how round two went. Let's talk about how round three went. And let's talk about the impossible matchups that we are now looking at for round four which is coming up in just a day or so. Or maybe by the time you're listening to this, it's already going. Or maybe, maybe by the time you're hearing this, all of this is over with. You know who won. And uh, there's no real reason for you to be even listening to us right now. In any case... Is there ever a reason? (laughs) No, there is not. No, That's a good point. But let's press forward. The website for the Muppet Madness Tournament, by the way, is Muppet tournament.com if you want to reach out to me or jd with any questions you can email me me at muppetcast.com and you can email me me at muppethub.com if you would like to reach me why is that well because my website is muppethub.com there you go or muppethub depending on how you look or at it. muppethub Tweet the tournament at Muppets2018. That's also the Facebook and Instagram feeds of the tournament. And I think that's all the housekeeping. So without any further ado, let's wait press a minute. On to- wait a minute, Steve. What? We're What's not wrong? done opening this up yet. Think about it. Why, why you, are we not done? What, what, did we do? what, what didn't we do? Now, it's been a while since we last recorded an episode of the Muppet Madness podcast. Not that it long. It has. But, yeah. you know, there have been two rounds this time, so maybe my memory's a little bit fuzzy. But I seem to recall you saying that at the beginning of this episode, we were going to hear a bit from the, uh, well, from the new Muppet Madness historian that you just hired? Oh, oh, yeah, well, don't worry, that's, that's still coming, that's still coming, it's, everything's fine, you're really, you're gonna love this new historian, by the way. I, I, really? He is so, yes. Great. He, he's gonna be great, but... But we're not going to do that just yet, okay? So, so you'll you'll just—I know what I said—but you'll just have to wait a little bit longer. Do I and, have uh, to? You're going to have to. Aww. And we're in the meantime, we're just going to press ahead and get into the results from round two. Here we go. All right, starting off with the minor Yay! leagues. Let's take a look at Robin V. Didymus. Who's Robin he? Robin V.S. Didymus, oh, I guess you should say. Versus, yes. got it. Not right. just one person who's who's got like V for the middle initial. No, we're not talking about Robin V. Didymus, the famous inventor. We're right. talking about Robin versus Sir Didymus from Labyrinth, which is coming out in theaters April 29th. Get your tickets. I'm going to get mine. It's going to be a good time. Any yeah. case, in this case, uh, well, that's the next time you're going to see Sir Didymus because Robin took it over Sir Didymus to move forward. Uh, no surprise there. Uncle Matt took it over Wilkins and Wonkins. You know, there was a part of me that really wanted to see Wilkins and Wonkins progress. Yeah. But uh, we all knew that wasn't going to happen. So yeah. uh, there's one for Uncle Matt. Scooter versus Kermit. Uh, Kermit, no problem there. And uh, Rolf versus Gobo, also no problems with Rolf taking that one over the Fraggle. I don't think a Fraggle character has ever really won over a 
well, now we can say a Disney Muppet character. I don't think that's ever really happened, right? That's happened. Has it? Okay. Well, good. That's happened. It's definitely I'm happened. Glad. Don't make me. Don't wait, wait, wait. Make me well, bring like out a, the spreadsheets. Like, like a good Muppet character. I mean, I'm not. I'm not talking about like, uh, you know, one of the the hoobs or something. I'm talking about like a, a, a Muppet Muppet. All right. Let's take a I look. Don't, I don't need Gonzo. I don't care if Gonzo beat like a chicken. Although that would make headlines. Fraggle beats chicken. No, never mind. Okay. So, okay. Hold on. Let's take a look. Okay. Here. What? Here's what I've got. Gobo has beaten Bert from Sesame Street. Get out of here. Really? Uh-huh. When was that? Hold on. When was that? Uh, the last tournament, 2016. You were there. I was there. Man, yeah. that's crazy. Okay. And then, right. um, after that, remember everyone was in groups of threes? Yeah. So, this is when Gobo and Fozzie beat Animal... And uh, Red and New Zealand beat the Swedish chef. Now, that is the most unlikely thing I think could ever happen in a tournament. That's nuts. I know All right. Boober's so beaten Prairie Dawn. Well, that's Prairie Dawn. But that's just Prairie Dawn. Yeah, that's what fair. Gonna, yeah. Okay. All right. So, moving on. Let's go back to uh, the minor leagues for the Wait right side second. of the board. What? What? Sorry, I just noticed... Red has actually, in a four-way matchup, beaten New Zealand, Scooter, and Beaker. Well, Red can get some energy behind her. Red Fraggle's a strong one. Yeah, Red is an she's a, a sporadic performer, but she she is a performer. Absolutely. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Okay. Now you know. All right. Snuffy versus Bear. Uh, no problems with Snuffy beating out Bear. There. I know you were really rooting for Bear. Yeah. But uh, here's what I found, Steve. What I found what? is I. I can never predict how I'm going to behave once I sit down in front of the poll. I always think I know, but then it's only when I'm staring at the image of the two characters sitting at my computer with my mouse hovering over the buttons when I go, oh, crap, I predicted this one wrong. Mm, That's really? when I can tell. I don't have an ability to predict how I'm going to behave in a particular situation. I apparently Sounds don't know like myself Sounds like something you way. should... Uh probably talk to a therapist about probably moving on let's talk to uh bean bunny versus doozers this was the one to watch let's for talk round to bean two. bunny versus doozers how are we going to talk, talk to, to the match let's oh. put some attention onto this oh. matchup is what oh. i'm saying yes and that was the one to watch for this round yeah that was the one that i and you know who i was voting for you know who i was rooting for the whole time and it worried me a lot. But you predicted saw, the Doozers, didn't you? I think so. Without I predicted going back Bean. And listening to it, I think I predicted the Doozers, but I said that I was going to vote for Bean. And Bean just barely pulled ahead with 51%. And Bean barely, again, by a hair, he Ba-dum-dum. pulled it out against the Doozers. I'm so proud of Bean on that one. So, yeah. uh, And then looking ahead to uh, Sam Eagle versus Fozzie Bear, I was prepared for either outcome with that one. Yeah. I really was. Uh, but uh, luckily, Fozzie won that one out. And ooh, also, a last minute, uh, the Swedish chef eking it out against Ernie and Bert. That and actually I was... Did, uh, yeah, that was really the one to watch. Forget Bean that was Bunny the big versus upset. the Doozers. The real I mean, one a minor to watch one, was, yeah. was, uh, was Ernie and Bert versus the Swedish chef, because they were back yeah. and forth, neck and neck. It was just each yeah. one scooting a little bit... Ahead of the other, back and forth. You really never knew who it was going to be. Here's how close it was. I sat down at the computer and started designing the graphics for round three and put Ernie and Bert 
in the graphics. Mm-hmm. And then when the poll closed, I had to go back and change it because I was pretty certain like it come on it's burton ernie how are they not going to win this they've they've gone all the way before right they yeah they're they're huge huge characters but nope at the last second swedish chef comes back and uh poisons the vote so by how many did, with, by how many votes did the chef win uh 20 do you actually know that or were you just making i i actually no i actually know that wow 20 okay is that, that was close is that crazy? Yeah. That's crazy. All right. Uh, bottom of the bracket, the minor leagues again. Red versus the two-headed monster, and Red comes out ahead of the two-headed, the three-headed contest. That was the a- one head beat out. One head beats two. That's how that one worked out. This was a surprising one. It was, I mean, you can tell from the numbers, 56 versus 44. It was pretty close. And for a while, it was really hard to tell whether it was going to be Red or the Two-Headed Monster. Each of them has had a lot of support behind them in the past. It was just, but it was great to see Red win. It's always nice when a Fraggle can uh, really, you know, when a Fraggle can beat someone as as beloved as a classic Sesame Street character like the Two-Headed Monster. Right. So red is the uh, the winningest fraggle of this year's tournament already. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. wait. What about Matt? Oh, that's true. So well, we still have to decide. Let's. Uh, we'll we'll who's we'll, win that we'll one out. talk about who which fraggle did the best once we talk about round three. We will. We will. Okay. So uh, moving ahead, we have Johnny and Sal versus. Oh, now we haven't had too many people send in their fan support. For various characters, we've said tweet the tournament, and we've gotten you know it's it's always fun talking with people on Twitter uh, who are voting in the tournament. And earlier we said you know send in your brackets, and we had many people send in brackets to win a super cool as of yet still secret Muppet prize. But uh, and yes, I know what it is. I know what you're saying out there, and I do know what it is. I'm just not gonna I'm not gonna tell you yet. Any case, I know what it uh, is. What we do have one. Very short, but I think very cute little piece of fan support from one little seven-year-old Kennedy Romley. She she wanted to make sure that people were voting for her favorite character. Gas Mally. He was up against Johnny and Sal, and he won. So maybe Kennedy's little voice uh, helped eke Guy Smiley out over Johnny and Sal. Actually, that wasn't a very close one. He won no, pretty handily. This there, so. was the biggest takedown, I think, in the whole uh in the whole round. Like I don't think anyone else had seventy six percent in comparison to the others twenty four. Right. So Kennedy, it's all because of you for that one. All right, let's move ahead to uh let's take out the uh, the Yip Yips versus Gonzo first. And uh this wasn't a surprise. Gonzo, we predicted is gonna do pretty well in this tournament, and he did here. He took it easily over the Yip Yips. And then Cookie Monster versus Oscar the Grouch. I thought this was a pretty interesting matchup because both of these characters, you know, long, long history, huge popularity. I kind of figured Cookie would be the one to win. And we were right. Who were, were you? I think you were of the same opinion on that one, right? I think we were all Team Cookie. I think we were all Team Cookie on this one. Oh, and uh, oh, by the way, we... Uh, should just briefly mention that uh, we are still going to do the thing for the final episode of the Muppet Madness Tournament podcast where JD opens my envelope and I open his, the one he mailed to me with his, uh, whatever he wrote it on, for his prediction for the winner of the tournament. And we're going to see if either one of us is right. Uh, I'm 
I'm pretty sure I'm going to be right. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm I, I'm not always great at calling these things, but I, I think I've got it this year. We'll see. We'll see. All right. But in any case, uh, that was round two. Now, before we go to break, let's just go ahead and run through round three. And then we'll go to break, and then we'll come back and talk about round four. Does that uh, sound all right? Sure. Let's do it. Okay, let's do it, because we have fewer here. It's the Elite Eight. I mean, the Elite Twelve in round three. So now we have to talk about some difficult matchups where it's Kermit versus his little nephew, Robin. Kermit v. Robin. And uh, this one was very, very easy for fans. Kermit easily took this one over Robin. Yeah, I I wasn't expecting it to be quite this big of a margin. I guess it's not really a big margin when you think about it. It's, 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 I mean, for, for such a big character like Kermit, it should be expected that he would win. You were just, you want to see a little bit more tension between these characters, I think. You really want to see Kermit and Robin really, really go at it, just because it's wrong, and we like things to be wrong. <laughs> well, true. Actually, this is pretty interesting. For most of the matchups for round three, it's one of the major league characters, like one of the big recognizable Muppet characters. One of the minor league characters earned their way all the way up to at least face off against one of these big guys. Now, they're probably not all going to win as we go down and see, but uh, it's kind of cool to see fans take characters that we thought maybe might be more obscure and say, no, we really love this character. Maybe not as much to to make them win the whole thing, but we're going to bring them at least this far. I mean, hey, after all, if Uncle Deadly has been a winner of the Muppet Madness tournament, anything can happen. Truly anything is possible in Muppet elections. So, uh, and only Muppet elections, by the way. So let's take a look at Rolf versus Uncle Matt. Uh, No surprise here. Rolf moving ahead. Nope. Ralph the dog is a killer. Beware of dog. Yes, beware. Uh, Ooh, that's good. Oh, I wish, gee, I wish we had some Muppet artists in the community who could make some cool fan art with that. Any case, uh, Fozzie versus Snuffy, another major leaguer versus a minor leaguer, and I don't think it's any surprise that Fozzie won out there. I was a little bit surprised by just how handily Fozzie won, but, you know. Well, he is a live, he is a live handily character, so, um, <sighs> yeah, sorry, sorry. And both Fuzzy and Brown. Is this episode done yet? Uh, <laughs> boy, I wish. Can you go away? Uh, Swedish Chef, who, let's not forget, just barely won over Ernie and Bert, is easily going to take it over Bean Bunny. Sorry, buddy. Maybe next year. But uh, there's no, Chef. No, you know Bean's never going to win this. I know, but and I can dream. Now, Chef, I think, in a way, I, I, I mean, I am surprised that Chef had such an easy time beating Bean. Um... But Chef, I think, he's always been surprising to me in the tournaments because I always thought he would do really well. I mean, anyone who does an impression of any Muppet does an impression of the Swedish Chef. Right, That's always totally. how it is. The casual fans love their Chef, and I think a lot Even of I us... Even I can do a Swedish Chef, and I can't do anybody. That's very true. Let's hear your Swedish Chef. You know, that sounded a little bit too much like... Were you trying to do Red Fraggle? Because it sounded like you were trying to do Red Fraggle. Come on! So, yeah, everybody loves the Swedish chef, and yet he's never really been a strong character in the tournament. So it's so strange and so cool seeing him finally get his chance to be among the top dogs. You know what's also fun to see is when in, in successive rounds of the tournament, a character who might just barely eke it out over their opponent in one round 
in the next round, they go on to just clobber whoever they were up against. It's like, okay, why did you have so much trouble that last round? And number one, we're asking an inanimate object why they had so much trouble winning. They're not doing anything. It's all us. It's you, the Muppet fans voting. And uh, oh, by the way, in round four, I know we'll get to that in a minute, but uh, you might have noticed the number of hours you've had to wait gets to go down every round. So round four, it's going to be every hour. So get ready for that. In any case, let's finish up round three, the Elite 12, Red Fraggle versus Gonzo. And Red Fraggle takes it handily over... No, never mind. Never mind. Gonzo, of course, wins that one. That being said, Gonzo did not have as much of a lead over Red as uh, Ralph the Dog had over Uncle Matt, which means that Red really is the champion Fraggle here. She really is the champion Fraggle this time. So. Yep. I think Red's always been the strongest Fraggle in these tournaments. She does really well. Well, she is kind of the, the Fraggle who's the most representative of Fraggle Rock for a lot of people. You see in a lot of these nostalgia appearances and things like that, Red is the one who's just out there, you know, and Karen Prell still comes back and, and uh, performs Red sometimes in performances and comic cons and things like that. So she's a very accessible character. She's a very, she's probably the most Muppety with Wembley close second, hmm. um, as far as just having the characteristics that we think of when we, when we think about a Muppet. So that could be why. In any case, moving on to the last, oh, the, the last round of round three. Poor, poor. Gas Malley. Loses to uh, the character who, I don't think it's any big surprise, was going to take that one anyway. Cookie Monster, who was the last representative of the Fuzzy and Blue contingency. And uh, so that is the end of round three. That sets up some very interesting matchups for round four. And uh, I think we'll be back in just a minute to talk about those. Oh, is this the time when we get to go to the uh, the Muppet Madness Historian? No, no, no. We're, we're just going to go to commercial right now. And then we're going to come back and talk about uh, round four. Okay? Okay. All right. Hi. I'm Jim Henson, and I'm a puppeteer. I created the Muppets, and then performed them in Sesame Street, The Muppet Show, several movies, and even directed the movies The Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. And I had a lot of talented people performing with me. Often, I'm the person directing the other puppeteers as they're performing, and I thought maybe it was time to join the movement of the master class teachers, teaching their craft to up-and-coming artists. And so, for the first time ever, I'm proud to announce the Jim Henson Directing Masterclass. You'll watch as I direct other puppeteers, and I'll show you my directing style as I take them through the process to capture their very best for film and television. I believe in little things that you can hardly see. Like honeycomb and spider webs and starfish in the sea. I believe in little things like icy drops of rain that melt into the morning mist when winds are warm again. Okay, cut. How was that, Jim? Well, uh, hmm, you know what? Let's try it again. Uh, okay, anything you want me to do differently? Let's, let's just try it again. Okay. Cue sound, and 
action. I believe in little things that you can hardly see, like honeycombs and spider webs and starfish in the sea. I believe in little things like icy drops of rain that melt into the morning mist. When winds are warm again. How was that? Better? Uh, hmm. I mean, I can change anything you think you need here. You just got to tell me what you're looking for. Well, hmm. You, you know what? Let's do it again. I know you'll get it. Yeah, but get what? If you can tell me what you want for this, I, I know I can do it. Just got to, you know, say the word. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I know you'll get it. Let's just take it again. <sighs> okay, you got it, Jim. Cue sound and action. I believe in little things that you can hardly see, like honeycombs and spider webs. And starfish in the sea. I believe in little things. Cut, cut. No, let's 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 go back to one on that. Okay, so what was wrong with that? Can you tell me what I'm doing wrong? You know, it's just. Hmm. I I think you're getting closer, but. Hmm. You know, how about look, Jim. I can literally do anything you want me to do with this. Just say the word. Tell me what you want me to do, and I can do it. You know, but you just gotta give me some direction. Anything. Come on, man. Yeah. Hmm. You know, let's just take it again. Really. <sighs> okay. I'll take it again. Cue sound. And action. That you can hardly see, like honey guns, spider webs, and starfish in the sea. I believe in little things like icy drops of rain. That happens when the morning mist when the winds are warm again. I believe in little things like colors in the sky and winds over the and the way the flowers die. Oh, you'll be back again whenever it's alive. I'll be back again, like you and me. I just wanna be little things. Was that? Was that better? Hmm. Yep, that'll do. You see, I have a very particular way of directing to get exactly what I'm looking for. That's hard for most people to understand, but it gets the very best out of the performers. Just give me something, man. And now, after a long time spent formulating exactly what it is that I do, I'm happy to finally offer this: the Jim Henson Directing Masterclass. Sign up today at www.hmm.com. You know, I think I'm actually going to sign up for that class. I think I can yeah. learn a lot from that. Yeah, right. Absolutely. I'm. I'm. I, I've always wanted to sign up for a master class, and this one sounds like it's just going to be so. What's the word for it? Um. Uh, oh yeah. I can't quite. Yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Gee. <laughs> well, let's take a look at uh, at the next round, round four, which is called the Sweet Six because that's how many characters are left. Uh, and oh, by the way, this is the time you're waiting for it, everyone. This is the time that you can vote in the resurrection round any character that has lost up until this point. If you go to MuppetTournament.com and you look on the right-hand column, you'll see the entire list of characters who have lost, and you can vote for the one that you would like to see come back to leapfrog. See what I did? Leapfrog. To leapfrog everyone else and go directly to the contenders round for the finals. So it is going to be a four-way matchup for the Muppet Madness Championship this year. And one of those combatants is going to be your selection for the resurrection round. So that one is also part of the game this time. But the characters who have earned their way so far to the Sweet Six, let's talk about Kermit the Frog and Rolf the Dog, two of our Major League characters. And uh, this is where it gets hard for yeah, me. This gosh. is where it gets very difficult because I can see Kermit the Frog winning here, but I'm going to be voting for Rolf the Dog. That's my pick. I'm I'm picking the underdog. And if you look at the graphic, Rolf is literally the underdog in this matchup. Speed of lightning. Wow. Um, I <laughs> Just for those of you who are big fans of the underdog cartoons just figured i'd throw that one out there um you're welcome steve mm. i know you're a you're a diehard fan of, of i'm the more of a dudley cartoon. do right actually no but, uh, no you're not i know no. you you love the okay, underdog for the, for, cartoons. for the purposes of this joke i'm you not then, you no. loved the you loved the live action underdog movie that was your favorite oh film that was great time. you know what was even better than that oh mm. the smurfs live action movie that oh. was the best mm. oh uh, I mean, take any nostalgic character, put him in New York City, and you've got a blockbuster hit right there. Alvin and the Chipmunks, same yeah. thing. Oh, oh yeah. So good. The Fraggle Rock movie where they were lost in New York. Oh, right. that was, oh never, I just, never mind. So original, right? Oh, right. <laughs> oh, oh. 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 Hey, so the Kermit versus who are you going to vote for yeah, in this one? The, yeah. Ker- the Kermit versus Ralph matchup. It's annoying because we've seen these two go at it before. Um, I think it can go either way. Wait, when was the last time that they faced off? Do I have that in the... Let's check this. I don't have that. You uh, probably have that. The Muppet Madness historian probably has that information. But Well, uh, you we, fired we'll, we'll, the Muppet Madness historian. Oh, no, no. We, we, we have... He's back. We got a new one. He's, he's going to be great. You're going to love him. But we're just not going to hear from him just yet. The last time Kermit and Ralph faced each other, Kermit took it. For what it's worth. Um, yeah, yeah. And now there's something happening here again. So The second time, though, was a bit more interesting because... Yeah? Well, no, they. it looks like they've never... They have not faced each other since uh, the 2012 tournament. But I know that for our last one in 2016, uh, Ralph took Ernie and moved on to round two. Then Grover beat Kermit, so Grover went to round two, and Ralph was able to beat Grover, suggesting that Ralph might have what it takes to beat Kermit. So, 
It's tough, because both Kermit mm. and Ralph have already won this before. I was kind of hoping we would see Kermit versus Ralph somewhere around, like, round two or three, because now it's like, well, that means one of these two characters that's already had their time is going to be back in the, uh, <laughs> yeah. back in our final four again. I guess this is just a sign that, at this point, the Muppet Madness Tournament and you and I, Steve, are all completely useless. They've all run their course. This is true. That yes. being said, I will probably be voting a little bit for both of them. I'll predict that um, I'll predict that Ralph is going to take this one, actually. Oh, okay. I think All he's right. got what it takes. I think he can take this one. All right, we'll see no, who's right. Nope, changing my tune. Nope. Sticking with nope. Kermit. I think okay. Kermit's going to take this one. Yeah, welcome to the winner's circle on that one. Okay. So there's uh, Ralf versus Kermit. Fozzie versus a Swedish chef. So a middle league character makes his way all the way up. To face off against Fozzie, I don't see any problems with Fozzie winning this one. Yep, I think Fozzie takes it. Yeah. The chef nice. could. He's surprised I mean, us over and over has, again throughout this whole thing. He surprised us by taking Bert and Ernie. So anything is possible with this guy. But it's just, you know, how many fans does Fozzie have? overall to uh to keep him afloat i we think shall see people have been wanting fozzy to win this tournament for a long time so i think it's his time it's possible it's as you pointed out he nearly won 2016 he nearly became our muppet president for crying out loud so oh boy think about that one for a minute in any case uh let's oh now now this is the one this is the matchup right here yes that i think has a lot of eyes. It certainly has my full attention. Gonzo, which let's not forget, has been a bulldozer in past years, mm -hmm. versus Cookie Monster, who has a ton of momentum behind him. Mm -hmm. uh, I I think he's a strong contender for champion this year. We'll just we'll see. But this, I uh, am I okay? I'm gonna say it. I think whoever wins this matchup wins the championship this year. Unless we have like a huge dark horse come out of the resurrection, I think this matchup determines the whole game. If you're right about that, then I think Cookie Monster wins the whole game because I think Cookie Monster is taking it over Gonzo. Okay. All right. We shall see. Hey, any predictions for who might come back from the resurrection round? Ooh. Uh, gosh. You know, I think Grungetta has a really good shot. Mm, but Yolanda was really, really strong, too. Yeah, but... And she's I got that crazy body. But, mm, you're making me break. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that Big Mean Carl is going to take it over Yolanda... And Grungetta can take it over Big Mean Carl. Oh, but come on. Sweetums can take Big Mean Carl. Um, look. He's the biggest of all Muppets. Yes, but remember, Slimy is probably going to be able to take Sweetums. Well, this is true. This and is why elephants are afraid of, of mice. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, if Grungetta doesn't come out on top of the resurrection round, I mean, it, it could be Link Hogthrob. Or, or even Doctor Strange Pork, really. Or or even Doctor Strange Pork. I think even Doctor Strange Pork. De definitely, the talking avocado has a good chance. Um, mm, yes, that's true. Of of all the singing fruit that was in round one, the avocado uh, definitely performed the best. So, 
In spite of all of this, though, my gut tells me that the one who gets resurrected is going to be Grover. Yeah, me too. So let's go with that. Okay, we both say Grover comes out of the resurrection round. But Bird and Ernie could provide some tough competition for him. Well, that's true. That's true. And that, that's actually my second pick. Yeah. Uh, for coming. So we shall see. It's all up to you guys. Get out to MuppetTournament.com. Vote every hour on the hour or on the... 10 minute mark or hey an hour from wherever you last voted yeah that's when you should come back and vote again and just do it as often as you can get all your friends to vote let's get a lot of people in this now is the time to start deciding this year's muppet madness champion and to help us in our uh enjoyment of the tournament in our uh recollection of past tournament history uh i think now might finally be the time to introduce all of you to the new and the old, but also the new Muppet Madness. Hist- you know what? No, that's okay. Hey, thanks everyone for voting along. Wait the a minute, Steven. Wait, Steve, 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 what? Steve. What are you? I knew it. What? I knew it all along. You've been saying that you have a new bit from this new historian, but I knew that you were full of it, Stephen. You were full of it. You don't even I don't have know what a you're new talking about. You don't even have a new bit from the new Muppet Madness historian, do you? You know what? Yeah, I do. Here it is. Greetings from the official Muppet Madness historian. Have you ever wondered how many characters have lost the Muppet Madness Tournament? The answer is... a lot. This concludes our lesson in Muppet Madness history. Have a good day. Okay, see? There. There it is. The new Muppet Madness historian. (sighs) What do you think? Well, that was... Probably he's just, sh- he's just like the old guy, right? I mean, you can't even tell a difference. I, I mm. so I think that the difference is pretty noticeable here. They, they, they. What? I, I'm. Well, he's, he's. I think he's, he's sort of got the spirit of the Muppet Madness historian, right? Um, just not. I mean, in terms of the voice, it sounds very. I mean, it's, it's very strange. It's very jarring to me. Um, I mean, we had so many auditions well, for a new historian, and I, this guy. Everybody in the room agreed. This guy sounds. It, you might as well have the old one back. He's so close. Well, to the I, old performance. See, you might say that. Maybe you were there for the auditions. But you see, the thing is, I'm only getting this brief little snippet. We've never had a, a bit this short before from a Muppet Madness historian. This is. I mean, honestly, Steve, it's so so short. Such a small sample of his work that what are you I talking I, about? I, I really. It, the thing is, because of just hear me out, Steve. Because it's short and because it's small, I'm not able to form a very good, knowledgeable opinion of what this new historian is like, and therefore I hate him. So join us next week for the next episode of the Muppet Madness Tournament podcast. You'll find me right here. My name is Steve Swanson. And it's actually the Muppet Madness podcast for those of you playing along at home. And my name is J.D. Hansel from MuppetHub.com, where you can tune in and listen to our show. Vote every hour in the tournament. Tweet the tournament at Muppets2018. That's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we will see you next time. Yay!